Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of the Never Alone podcast with me, your host and friend. Hopefully, thank you for joining me on today's episode. It is the beginning of this of our countdown, the super exciting countdown to my birthday, which is on Thursday, which I'm really excited for, but also you know, it's just another another year, but I'm always grateful to make have or hopefully make it another year, but um it's currently Monday, obviously. It's a beautiful Monday afternoon and I don't know why I decided to record so late, but it is kind of late to record. Um I'm in my room. How nice. This is super exciting and amazing because I rarely, barely ever record in my room so it's really nice to be in a comfortable space you know we love the car but I think the room has a very special place in my heart and the only reason I am here is because it's freezing it is so cold and my cousin isn't here so I have the space and freedom to you know record in my room with no interruptions no like you know anything else so really happy to be here. I'm super excited for this countdown to begin. I realized that because I look, okay, I was going to leave um, on Friday, which is the 1st of July. And so my plan was to record an episode Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. But got news like a day uh, um earlier or two days ago that we possibly might leave on Thursday which is the day of my birthday so I kind of made the decision already to not record on my birthday like on the birthday I might do like a Instagram live or something along that road but as for like a podcast episode I'm not going to do an episode one, because I kind of want to, you know, enjoy my day. Not that I don't enjoy this. It's just that I want to, like, be in the moment for my birthday and all that. But also, I'm pretty pos- like, positive that th- that Thursday is going to be really hectic and, and all that. So, with that being said, I feel much better today. If you remember the previous episode, we were outside on my little stoop. And I was super sick and I'm still extremely well no that's a bit far but I'm still pretty sick but that day um my your it was it was it was really bad it was very very bad my head was paining and I had training that day so I think I've spoken about this I think so I had training and you know I did the whole training thing and then my I kind of stopped because my nose was way too congested and I couldn't breathe. My throat was extremely sore. My head was pounding, like it was pounding. And it just wasn't it. Like, it, you know, when it's not it, it's not it. So I was like, no, this is not working. So I came home that day. I, I feel like I'm being repetitive, but um, I came home that day. Um... We had a whole like to do list to do, but then I scratched all of that and just went to sleep. I drank some lemon and ginger tea 
took my poles, these poles. I'm going to talk about these poles in a second. These poles. And then I went to, wait, no, at the time I didn't have the poles. But I just went to bed after my tea and my head was so sore. Um, had a good sleep. It was great. Um, woke up a bit better, but the tea did help a lot. But anyway, long story short, I feel great. And I have to give credits to the pills that I've been taking. Yo, I, look, okay, so this is, this is a specific pill. I don't know if I want to call it, like, name it, but it's called Gen Pain. Now, I've heard a lot about this thing. And in our hockey team, it is very common and popular because it's used for, like, inflammation and like for pain basically so a lot of our team you know we have those rough times we're just pumping gen pain pills right not in an abusive way just to relieve some some pain right and so I've been aware of gen pain and I only thought it was muscle for muscle and then my cousin was sick she had this you know um sickness set where she took all these pills and this medicine and so she's fine now, so I'm, like, using it. See, there's gen pain. I was like, oh, I know gen pain. But I only thought it was for muscles. So I'm, like, taking two gen pain, one, like, sinuid or something, and then a spoon of bronchol in the morning, midday, and in the afternoon, and at night before I sleep. And I tell you, this thing is a miracle worker. I tell you, oh, my word. I... I woke up the, wait, the next, the day that I started taking them, and then I went to sleep, I woke up and I was like, my head wasn't sore, my throat was so much better, my nose is still like congested, I think I need to take allergics for that, but I felt amazing, like I felt amazing, so ever since that I've been taking this gen pain, this sinuid and this bronchol, um, when I'm supposed to, and it's been it's been amazing. It's been like a miracle worker. So I feel great. I don't feel great, obviously, but my nose is still very, I don't know if you can even hear like in my voice. It's like I'm talking out of my nose, but it's, my nose is blocked. So that's that. It's been, yeah. So I didn't even, we haven't even checked in yet. That's so rude of me. Um, Self-check in moment. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're happy. Hope you're healthy. And I hope you have an amazing day or rest of your day. Today I had a training session. It was a good training session. Um, yesterday, I think, I don't, I don't know if I spoke about it, but yesterday I had an amazing training session. It felt like super effective and beneficial. And I really um, enjoyed it because I felt like I worked really hard and worked on specific things. So today I went again, felt good. But then we did something and then I kind of didn't do well in that thing, but I was fine with it, you know, it's like when you, let's say you play a game, and you lose the game, usually I'd be like, oh, how could you lose, but now I was kind of fine with it, because I think I learned, I learned more when I lose, obviously, um, so I guess taking away what I did there, and, you know, doing better next time, so I didn't hold on to that, I kind of let it go really quickly, which is great. I enjoyed it. So good session this morning. Came back home. I'm going to kind of speak softer now. <clears throat> My brother didn't go and buy food. When I instructed him to go buy food, he didn't buy it. So after that, I chopped my bags and all that stuff and went to the garage, to the store, to the whatever, to buy bread and electricity, because, yes, 
then I came back and then I had food and then oh my word let's just talk about this for a second can we can we talk about this for a second um so okay wait this is basically the episode this is the episode what are all these things I'm going to speak about but there's going to be a main focus which is the title which is adolescence and surviving it and all that but this countdown to my birthday isn't specifically birthday related it was just like an excuse not an excuse but to put a title on something where I just want to record it every single day so these episodes might not be I know like the next one is not going to be birthday related it's going to be the film club which is nice um so yeah it's just everyday episodes we can chill and relax you know how it goes you know how it goes we like talking so basically i need to i need to get into this this is so sad and discouraging and it's just it's really sad so where, where do i even begin so since um a couple of days ago or two days ago wait let, let me take you back all the way back and this even this even relates to the whole adolescence thing so i'm at that stage right now <laughs> in my life where i have to well yeah okay mm, where i have to like apply for colleges and universities varsities and all that good stuff so i'm doing that but it's really difficult and i spoke about this in an instagram live which you can go check out that it's really tough because i made a very conscious decision an early decision that the results that I'm going to use to apply to these colleges and universities are going to be my matric marks, either mid-year or final matric. So you may be wondering, like, um, but don't you use, like, your grade 11 marks or something? Because some universities do require that stuff. Grade 11 marks? And I was like, no. Now look, grade 11 <clears throat> was a disaster. It was a wreck show. I, was gonna, I thought of something else, but it, it was a mess. It was a mess. Now, that involves with COVID, but it was, it was just like I was never at school. I didn't know my work. I was not, it was not it. Like, I describe grade 11 as the worst year, academically, my worst year. So, I kind of blanked grade 11 out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait. Oh, wow. That was, oh, I have to apologize for that. That was disgusting. Um, I don't even know what it is that I coughed out. But it's been there for, for a while. So, anyway. Where was I? <coughs> Yo. Grade 11, I blacked, blanked it out. So, I kind of moved on and really focused on grade 12. Prioritized my academics, mostly. And really wanted to focus... I speak. I spoke more in depth of it in the Instagram live, but if you want to know, you can actually check it out. It's it's over there. It's free of access. Um, but I will speak briefly about it here. So, wait, what was I saying? Um, grade eleven, I blacked out. Um, blanked and black out. Um, because I just was never at school, so my marks were horrendous. And it, it was just really, really bad. Like, grade 11 was the year where I was really, you know, going on tours and playing as much tournaments as I possibly can. Because I knew that in grade 12, I have to focus majority on my academics and, you know, my work and my marks. So I made a very conscious decision. <laughs> conscious 
decision that this year, 2022, sorry, <clears throat> this year, 2022, I'm going to prioritize my academics, academics, so that's what I did, I played two weeks of tournaments in the beginning of the year, and that is it, that is literally all I played, and now that I think about that's all I've played this year, and they were very successful, oh wait, no, I'm lying, that's not all I played, I played some other stuff, um, and other than that, since like April, no, uh, I don't even watch April, more, mm, yeah, April, I've been at school, so, it's the most time I've been in school, and it's, I've really seen some improvement, which is motivating, and it really helps to see that when I'm physically at school, because I learned that about myself, is that I need to be physically somewhere in order to learn, I struggle very hard to self-teach myself um, cer- certain concepts, so I should be at school, anyway, long story short, <clears throat> um, I I told myself I'm going to use my grade 12 marks to apply for these universities. Now, the con- the conversation about universities is very complicated for me now because I have this, I guess, goal or my, my, not aspiration, but the whole, my whole goal was to study abroad for certain reasons. Like I'm a tennis player, was striving to get a scholarship, a scholarship and all that. So that is like the goal and kind of where I'm aiming to. But then I had this conversation with my my father and then he was asking me questions like, have you applied here? And I'm like, um, no, <laughs> because I'm going to study like abroad in like the US or, the, or Europe or UK or whatever. And he was like, but what if something happens and it doesn't work? I was like, oh. Now me, I didn't really think about that. There was no plan B. I was just really pushing to get, you know, study abroad. So he was like, oh. So now I have to, like, I guess applying for these universities here in my area, my country, it's kind of like a, a fail-safe or like a backup if things don't go according to plan. So that's what I've been doing the couple, for a couple of days or, like, three days. And let me tell you, it is quite an experience. So a lot of them, so we just wrote out, I guess, mid-year exams, June exams, for grade 12 so we don't have our results yet now we can use media results to apply for some universities which is great but we don't have our results so i can't do that so literally all i can use is my final grade 11 marks now as i've said grade 11 was a disaster it was a mess we don't want to talk about it no so i'm like i'm not gonna qualify for or be eligible to apply for any of the courses that I want because of my really bad grade 11 marks so it's so like okay so when I'm like applying either like they require like a benchmark test which I haven't done or they require um like payment fees which I haven't done or they require certain marks and I'm like I don't have that yet or whatever and a lot of the things that I've been doing require grade 11 marks and as then again, they were really bad. So it is so discouraging. And oh my word, it's so bad. I was applying to this university and I'm like continuously trying to apply for these courses and I'm constantly getting rejected <laughs> and saying, you 
are not eligible to apply. Like, no, you're not eligible to apply. No, your thing will be declined. No, no, no. So many no's. And then finally, there was like this one course. I was like, oh, oh my word. I actually like qualify to be able, not to get accepted, but to apply. Like just to be considered. I, I... Um, am eligible to be considered and I was like yes such a win and then some things are just super complicated to apply to and need certain things and it's like oh such a mission so I'm gonna try again later today I just thought it's so depressing and discouraging because I know look I know my grade 11 marks were not good but to be continuously being rejected and being told no, not eligible to apply, not eligible to apply, no, no, unable, you'll be declined, neglected, or something, rejected, like, I tell you, I was getting so irritated, yesterday it happened all the time, and I had to go through all these things, which I can possibly be considered for, or accepted to, and it's not like, it's stuff I will study, and it's actually interested in, but it's not what my, like, what my first choice is like my first choice I want to study sports science and like specialize in biokinetics you know and therefore my like biology maths have to be pretty high and in grade 11 they were pretty low so I'm really relying on um excuse me on my media exams and my finals so that's why I'm studying extremely hard now which is probably why I should do a to-do list so after this episode i'm literally gonna go shower and study study for like three hours then do a workout then back to studying because i really need to you know so that was really funny that happened (laughs) it was so like then again depressing to be constantly told no but you know deep down i knew like then again i know my marks weren't good but it's just so sad because that's the only marks that I can use. And then what makes it even worse is that I might not even go to these universities, you know? So it's like, maybe I get accepted, but then I end up not going. So I went all through all this, like, hassle for for what? But it's it's I think it's nice for me to do it because at least now I know, like, before, I didn't know what, like, an undergraduate was or a postgraduate was or a bachelor's degree was or BSc. I didn't know any of that stuff. But at least now I know what it is and like how to do that stuff and like courses and all that. So it's really nice. It's insightful, which at least it's one way I'm benefiting from this. So that was fun. Did it did something for today. And yeah, I kind of stopped. I applied for the one course. And then yesterday I did qualify for this one course and then some of them are just super complicated so yeah that's enough of that just makes me like yeah anyhow i was gonna say something oh yes so yesterday um yesterday i watched a movie now i my um these kind of movies, like big movies, like Marvel movies, DC movies, I really want to watch in cinemas, in movies, but I don't have money. So I'm unable to afford such luxury. <laughs> so I made a decision, like, because I'm watching, like, Miss Marvel and all these Marvel stuff, and it's so annoying because 
like Doctor Strange and the multiverse of in the multiverse of madness or something is such like a, I don't want to say an important piece in like the whole phase four of Marvel, but to I guess continue watching Marvel like correctly you have to watch that movie. And there were so much things that I was, like, missing in my mind. Like, holes, because I didn't watch Doctor Strange. So I was like, let me just watch it, because it's been too long now. And so I watched it here on my bed, and I knew this thing's, like, two hours long. And I was like, oh, my word. But I know, because I can go through it, because Marvel movies don't feel, like, that long, but they're, like, extremely long. So I watched that movie. It was interesting, to say the least, and I knew that it was so, my, I feared that it was too busy, like, we know Doctor Strange is, like, it's madness, but to have a multiverse with it, and Wanda's witchness, and, oh, I thought it would be too much, and I'd kind of get lost and distracted in the, the sorcery and all that, and the effects, and it would kind of pull away from the storyline and the story they're trying to tell, so that was, like, my fear in that, but it was actually okay, you know, I enjoyed it. Um, I love Wanda and the Scarlet Witch. I think she's misunderstood, <laughs> misunderstood to say the least. But she just wants her boys, and the way, but the way she like goes about that is a bit insane, which is okay. But then again, she's a mother. It's interesting what they said. Um, they called her like a monster. Then she was like, "No, I'm a mother," which was a very interesting line. Anyway. But to see the length that she will go just to be with her children, which actually aren't real, but then end up being real, which is kind of strange, is nice to see. And then the moment she had with, like, herself, um, and the line is, like, know that they'll be loved, was amazing. Which shows she, she just wants to be, she's just like a mother, you know. But, she, yeah, then again, the way she goes about the stuff is pretty hectic. Um, then there's America Chavez, who I was super annoyed by. Um, I don't know, she, she just annoyed me, she was just very annoying, I don't know why, but she was pretty cool, but she was just, like, annoying, I don't know <laughs> why, and then we have Mr. Stephen Strange, she's amazing, it was so nice to see Christine back, and their whole, their, she reminds me of, like, their relationship reminds me of, like, Peter and MJ's relationship, like, no matter in what universe that they will always be, like, connected to each other in some way, if that makes sense, like, we have, um, what's his name, Andrew Garfield's him and his, like, Gwen, or his MJ, or whatever, and then we have, you know, our Peter Parker being Tom Holland, and his MJ, Michelle Jones, and then we have Tommy McGuire with him, MJ, um, Mary Jane, so, it's, like, one of those things where, in every universe, this person will always be with this person or be in a weird relationship with this person, which is pretty cool. So it was nice to see that whole Christine thing. Um, but I was going to talk about, it literally felt like a horror movie. I Oh my word. I was like, Wanda, I have to give, you know, like accolades to Elizabeth Olsen. Look, I love Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen, she's amazing, and she does an amazing job as Wanda, but that performance was something else, like, there was, oh my word, it was like, and props to the visual effects team, and the VFX, oh my gosh, it is crazy, and I'm obsessed, I'm obsessed with 
Wanda. Well, it wasn't even Wanda. It was the Scarlet Witch. Um, Scarlet Witch's outfit. It is... Flo- oh, my word. It is amazing. It is beautiful. And Wanda looked amazing. But it was... It felt... It had this Hollywood... No, <laughs> this Hollywood. This horror tone and vibe. Like, there was some really nice um, one-liners, which I really love, and jokes and comedy moments. But there was some, like, yo... Okay, wait. Let me just try and recall a part when Wanda was dreamwalking. So, Wanda was in another universe, but she was dreamwalking walking into another universe where Stephen and America and Christine were. So she found herself in another universe. Anyway, dreamwalking. And she just took a normal Wanda's body and went on a killing rampage. Or like, went on a bit of a uh, a walk to, <laughs> to Steven. And they were like in the sewer. And she killed like these androids or something. And she it looked great. Like it looked insane. And I tell you, it was like, there's a, I felt this, and even there was a, there was a part where they played this piano, which was classic horror movie music. And this has such a, I don't want to say a dark tone, but different tones, which is really interesting. Yeah, it was really something, but I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not going to lie in the beginning, it felt a bit rushed because I thought, like, okay, out of nowhere. So, Wanda is secret, not secretly, but she's studying the Darkhold. And out of nowhere, Steven comes and talks to Wanda as if they're, like, buddy-buddy. But, like, where in the universe were they, like, do they really talk to each other? But I feel like they have this connection because they're connected to, like, time and, like, witchcraft and sorcery and all that. Part of that world. But it was like, they were talking to each other, or he was talking to her... As if, like, he went to her and he was like, Wanda, I need your help. Come to Kamataj or something. And I was like, huh? Just like out of nowhere, he was like, just come as if they've been talking for a while. And then she brought up Westview. And it was like, okay. But then I remember, I know, because they like have this, I think they have this connection to the timeline or something along those lines. So whatever happens which involves witchcraft, the sorcery, Doctor Strange, or and or Wong, the Sorcerer Supreme, know about it, you know, or whatever. Or was this just like on the news, and everyone was like knew about it. But other than that, I enjoyed it. Really spooked me at some moments to see. Then again, Elizabeth Olsen doing the most. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch, amazing. But like. I don't know. There was some moments that like moments, some moments that really spooked me. I was like, okay, whoa. And it was so funny, like the Illuminati. And I think it, I read something. It was interesting because it was like the multiverse. You could see that they really played around with like characters. Like they put the Illuminati there. They put, what's his name? John, Mr. John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic, um, Reed Richards, Reed Richards, oh my word, I can't speak, Reed Richards, and then we have this lady, I forgot her name though, but she was Captain Marvel, then we have the professor from X-Men, and then who else did we have, this other guy, <laughs> and then there was someone else, but I forgot, 
Oh, yes. Oh, I was so happy to see Peggy come back as Captain Carter. Amazing. And I think it's so interesting. I kind of thought, like, with the the What If series, that what if it's like a it's a possibility and since there's a multiverse you know like just like put those together like the possibility of a multiverse and put them together and they have peggy cart i don't know but to see as captain carter was amazing i love peggy she's amazing great job and oh my God, there was a line and i knew it was coming where she was fighting wanda and she did a really good job and then they were saying something. Then Wanda was like, you really don't quit, do you? And then she was like, oh, I could do this all day. And I was like, ah, okay, Peggy, I see you. But she didn't, obviously, the British accent. I could do this all day. I don't know, but it was amazing. It was great. Love you, Peggy, always. Um, so that was cool. And yeah, great show. I mean, great movie. Now, I'm really happy that I watched it, but I really wish I had, like, a snack or, like, popcorn to for it to go with, you know. But I was just, like, my, my neck was getting sore. I was pretty uncomfortable, but it was great. There was no interruptions. It was just me watching this amazing Marvel movie. Good vibes only. <sighs> that being said, um, yesterday, oh, I just want to bring this up. Or not. So yesterday I was... I do this like these things, right? I have this app. It's called the Wisdom app. This is not an ad. But while they were developing this app, they reached out to me and they said, would you like to be like a mentor on the app? And I was like, okay, sure. This is fun. And so long story short, I'm like a mentor on the app and I do these talks sometimes. And they're like live. So basically yesterday I did a talk. And since yesterday it was load shedding power outage so there wasn't power i was like you know what i can i can hang out here for a little bit so i talked for like an hour and a half um after a workout and i talked about a lot of things the the main the beginning or the main um topic was on how to be more productive and i talked about the lists and how it's helped me and all that good stuff but then i kind of went we just had a nice chat and I talked about, I went, I ended up landing on a poetry book. Now, this is, might come as a shocker to some. <laughs> oh, excuse me, but it might not be to others. And by that, sorry, I mean that I write poetry here and there sometimes. And it's more often in like my previous journals than now. I would have to say, where this mic is going too full, more often in the previous journals than now, I'd have to say, but I still write poems or whatever, and I was thinking, what if I were to do a poetry book, and it's interesting because the poems that I write are really, like, are, like, um, captures something of... of like where I was at that point in time or like at that point of my life so if I were to say I was like struggling I was going through confidence thing and then there's a poem that directly relates to that you know as an example so 
I always had this underlining, underlying, lying, yeah, underlying desire to write a book. Now, this is like what? Seriously, I know it's a bit like what? Okay, so my one friend, he is even like writing a book, a, a science fiction book, but he's like incredibly smart, so he can do that and creative. So he was like doing research and he was doing getting his storyline straight. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I think I my vision of like writing a book of what I thought it would be was to write a fictional book. So I'd have to come up with characters and do that, which sounds amazing and fun. But I would really have to like like that will be extremely tough. So um, what was I saying? So, and ever since I watched Will Smith try and write his book, which he did successfully, um, I was like, oh my word, this is hectic. This is rough to write a book. But I guess for him, a lot of, he's lived a lot of life. A lot has happened to him. So he has a lot of things to pull from to put into like an autobiography thing. I, like, I don't even know what the difference between autobiography let me actually search a difference because i don't know um i'm basically repeating myself what i said on that talk for the people who don't have the app um was the map but if you do it's all there okay what is sorry i'm just that dumb i don't know what the difference between an autobiography is i mean i know but i don't know a auto autobiography and biography so but okay a biography is an account of a person's life written by somebody else someone else an autobiography is an account of a person's life written by that person okay okay that makes sense oh i don't know anyhow so i was like okay he this is rough but then i thought what if i just made like a poetry book and I've got a couple of poems. I've got like backstories behind those poems and lessons and a, and things to share, which I think are really cool. So that would be really exciting. So I guess maybe some point in my life I'd like to do a poetry book. But it wouldn't be like your typical poetry book. Oh, yes. Okay, I'm going to go really in depth with this poetry thing. Wait, should I? Yeah, this is like an up. Wait, no. Should I? Should I? I don't know. Um, I mean, why not? I'll talk about it probably again some point in my life. So, this whole thing of poetry, should I talk about it? Okay, wait, I'm going to start, because I have a whole thing about me and art and storytelling in general. So, but basically I want to do a poetry book, and not your typical poetry book where it's just a book full of poems. But then again, poems that describe point in time, what happened, lessons learned. And just life in general. That just happened to have poems in them. To give a better understanding of what was going on. Because I think sometimes I feel the only way to get an exact like way that how I feel is by writing a poem. Which, yeah. So, where to begin this whole thing? So, I had this thought. And this is also like in a w indirectly linking to adolescence. 
and surviving it is kind of learning about myself and what I like and what I don't like and you know being okay with things that are meant for me or being okay with things that are not meant for me and being at peace with those those things and I think throughout my childhood and life in general I've come to realize that I've always been interested in art and storytelling whatever form that is is like I guess up to me like art in a sense that poetry or visual art like drawing or movies films series poems books wait wait yeah poems and storytelling being again movies films series you know visual arts and books and poems and even podcasts and videos and pictures you know all of those um things go under a spectrum of storytelling so i was speaking about this in my talk yesterday and i was like i've always been interested in storytelling and i think that is one of my biggest i guess dreams and goals is to continue to tell stories not i guess not on a larger scale but in a way that can you know impact and positively have a positive impact that can have a positive impact whether someone learns something or someone can take something away or something something I can teach to somebody else something that someone else didn't know you know whatever that storytelling does to someone or that art does to somebody just that it's positive right so I think with poetry I I've spoken about this actually there's a episode called poetry is cool um and i speak a bit about it but i guess i guess um at an early age you're kind of introduced to poetry as being well this is what i my experience as being boring and i think the people around you heavily influence those thoughts being like look i was saying that i there's a word for it Okay, let me try and find it. It's like being heavily influenced. Like at a young age, you really want to follow the crowd or really want to fit in, fit in and all that. A word for being heavily influenced. I For being heavily um, oh. influenced. Let's see. Um, what is going on with my phone? Okay, while I look for that, so we were introduced. Okay, wait. We had this in grade eight. I'm gonna try and really summarize this. We had a poetry evening, and. As a grade 8, as a 13 year old, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so boring, this is so dumb. No one likes poetry, just stop, right? And that was like the, the vibe around it, but I also think majority of the people were just trying to be like, cool. And some people were even brave enough to be themselves and be, and say, I love poetry, you know what I mean? So, uh, but I wasn't like that, so I really like followed the crowd and say, oh, poetry is boring. And I think teachers and how to also have a very 
um, huge impact in that way because the way some teachers aren't as enthusiastic about their subject or about the poetry or expression and so it kind of rubs off on the children so I always thought poetry was being boring and I was like no um but I think after you know when I first got a journal I wrote poems sometimes and I was like oh okay this is pretty fun and then I think watching the show Dickinson really changed my view on how poetry can be like expressed and portrayed like that poetry does not have to be this plain you know like boring thing it can be expression and it can be like it's like very out there I don't know how else to explain it but I think Dickinson was the first time I was introduced to that poetry does not have to be like like it's boring you know you can make it what you want so I started writing poems having more fun with it and all that, and it was an amazing, it was so fun, and, wait, okay, it was super fun, and I was like, this is amazing, so, and then I come to realize a lot of the time that I really, moments that I enjoy the most is when I'm telling stories, whether that being my story, or sharing other stories, or I guess hearing other stories, or creating stories, I that form of art is what I f- get the most most joy out of, if that makes sense. And I think even this right now, a podcast is a form of storytelling. I guess in a more intimate way, which is a bit interesting. But it's like me telling my stories of like my life, I guess, or my day. And even journaling is a form of storytelling. So I think most of the stuff that I enjoy, films series, books, podcasts, music even, and art, all of them have this common denominator of storytelling and that art form. So I really want to, I think my ultimate goal in life is just to continue telling stories, creating stories, whatever that may look like is what's meant to be and up to fate, I guess. But I've always, I guess, been passionate about all that and I've I guess I sort of learned about myself um, over the course of time. It's why I'm so fascinated by movies and series and what goes behind them and what goes behind the storytelling, costumes, effects, decision-making, editing, and all that good stuff, you know, which is why I enjoy watching Roundtable so much and all the BTS scenes and hearing actors talk about their art. And, you know, it's amazing. I love it. So... I think one of my goals, I've always said this, I've always wanted to write a book. So whether that be a fictional book, a poetry book, or whatever. Any form of storytelling I'm obsessed with, which is why I think I love cameras and videos. And I don't know, it, it makes me really like excited to talk about it. Because for so long, I've never really like got a finger of why I'm so obsessed with this stuff. You know? And all that, but I think I'm. I as I continue to do these things, I kind of learn more and more about myself, and I figure out, oh wait, this is why I like this, and I like this, and all that, and all that. And I don't know. It's nice. It's nice. So had a moment there yesterday, 
and I read some poetry. Maybe I'll do another like a poetry time, but I think now it's a bit late to do it, so I'm not going to do it. Um, but what I can say is to kind of get a bit more in depth of the topic of surviving as adolescence is it's been interesting. Let's get an exact Google definition of adolescence. Like, I know what adolescence is, you know, but let's let's hear what Google has to tell us. Okay, your adolescence is a transitional stage of physical and psychological development that generally occurs during the period from puberty to adulthood. Adolescence is usually associated with the teenage years, but its physical, psychological, or cultural expressions may begin earlier and end later. There it is. Adolescence. Lovely. We love adolescence. Okay. <laughs> no, but truly, it's it's been interesting, and I my whole goal was to kind of... Maybe I'll talk about my my childhood in the next episode yeah i think i maybe want to stick to the theme of like counting down to my birthday so maybe i'll postpone maybe i'll postpone the the foam club look let's be honest we knew this was (laughs) we knew this was coming and reason being is i want to give you guys a proper foam club episode and it's just unfortunate that um weeks ago that I got sick and I couldn't do the episode but honestly I kind of forgot what happened in the series so I'm gonna revisit it and revisit the movie so that when we come back from my trip we jump right into the film club how does that sound I like that idea do we like that idea I like that idea so the next episode is not gonna be the film club sorry it's going to be more about my childhood and upbringing I've had an interesting upbringing to be honest it's been Interesting. Anyway, so I was thinking about, um, yeah, no, so I'm not going to talk about my childhood. That's for the next episode. Let's, let's say that. But I guess with this whole journey of adolescence, um, I guess what transition that I'm going into right now, like right now, which I've actually been in for quite some time, is being independent. You know, I've been, look, I've been traveling solo and alone since I was 12 years old. And so to me, to kind of be alone and my parents not being there, kind of, you know, taking the driver's seat when, I, when I'm, like, traveling has been a part of my life for long. So it doesn't feel that odd that I'm going into this phase of independence and possibly potentially staying on my own, living on my own. I think the only big change is the financial shift. As to, uh, you know, I'm not going to rely on my parents for, for, like, financial support all the time. Like, I guess, like, now and going into, like, college and university a little bit. But obviously, I'll need to find a job and, you know, earn some cash money on my own. And watch, we're going to get that day. We're going to have, watch, there's going to be an episode the day I get my first paycheck watch the space i'm telling you it's gonna happen and i'll be like the episode's gonna be i got my first paycheck it's gonna be super fun but even this year i wanted to this like holiday i wanted to get a a job 
I literally wanted to work at a restaurant and earn some cash money. But it obviously fell through because I'm leaving. But I think in December... Oh, I have... Okay, should I, like, theorize... Not theorize, but should I, like, plan? December, I'm going to get a job. Oh, excuse me. Get a job. Then next year, in the beginning of the year, maybe go on, like, a trip with the money that I earned. Stay in a place, have a fun time. I don't know, that sounds pretty sick. No, but... Yeah, I wanted to get a job and some money. Didn't happen. So... So, the thing of being independent, I'm pretty okay with. Um, see, I say I'm going to talk about the stuff, then I don't talk about them. Sorry, I'm getting... Oh, this is so mad. Um, so, I think that's it. But it's been an interesting ride. I'm really grateful for the way my parents have brought me up. And the, not just my parents. I think the people around me have had a massive influence. But that's I'm going to talk about in the next episode. <laughs> so, I'm not going to tease anything for anything but yeah I said I was gonna talk about fashion week but I keep forgetting I literally keep forgetting to talk about it it's so annoying so yeah that's nice that's very nice anyhow um oh yes so I don't know if you're still here hello I'm listening till the end of this episode, but we're going to wrap up. But I wanted to set a goal for us. How about let's let's have a bit of a challenge. So the chances of this happening are very unlikely. But you know what? I have this quote is that. Let me try to find it for you. Because I took a screenshot and people like talk about it's been very common, like of recent times. And I'm like, why is everyone like. Oh, what is that? Why is that an hour long? Okay, that's strange. So let me look through my my screenshot and okay, scroll. Oh yes, oh, that's nice. It says, right. If your net isn't in the water, you won't be catching any fish. <laughs> so context, my net being if I don't say this then the chances of it happening is actually zero. But if I say it, there's at least a 1% chance that it might happen. So I'm going to take that chance. So what I'm going to say is that on the Anchor app, I haven't been on it in a while to check, like, analytics. But I'm like, oh, I can't look. Okay. So if I remember correctly, we are on 1.7 thousand... Wait. Uh, 1.7k plays so that's 1700 something plays which is amazing and i'm forever grateful and it's really strange to think about actually so i'd rather not think about it too much <laughs> but how about by the end of this countdown until my birthday which is the 30th what if like what if the, what are the chances that we make 2000 plays 2k plays Question mark, question mark. I know. I know. It's a lot. But I guess the only way we can get to this goal is if you share it with your friends, share it with your moms, share it with your dads, share it with your children, share it with your dogs. I don't care. <laughs> no, that's a bit far. It's a bit far. But share it. Let the people know. You can hang out. Have a great birthday celebration. It's going to be fun. 
and let's run it up. How about that? Let's journey to 2,000 plays. You know, and you guys know I'm not all about the analytics. I never check them. As much as I'm grateful for the people that listen, I wish I could connect with the people that listen on a more intimate level. And I'm grateful. But I guess I want to, at an early stage, just focus on, then again, my the the art and the craft and the I hate to call it content I it feel then it feels like a job you know what I mean and it's not a job it's something I just truly enjoy doing and am passionate about storytelling but so I don't like to call it content and there's this quote not a quote but this thing that I saw somewhere and I constantly remind myself about it it's like make art not content and is something I want to write, and I don't like the with the term content. I don't know why, because then again, it feels like a job. But to make art, it feels more like a hobby and like something I have fun doing and just truly enjoy being there. You know what I mean? So yeah, share this with your friends. Let's have a good time. Let's hang out. You know what I mean? So with that being said, friends, family, it's been real. As it always is, it's been fun. I'm struggling to breathe. But it's okay. You know, we move. We move forward. What I'm going to do now is set up a schedule for my day. It is current. What is the time? It is 4.23 for the rest of my day, rather. And get on, up, get on to it. Get with it. I think I'm going to like little by little start packing now. Just take out certain clothes that I'm going to take with. Um, just so that the day comes. That's also another reason why I don't want to pack. I mean, record on Thursday. is because that's when we begin packing. And I've expressed the whole experience with, you know, packing with my mom. It is a nightmare. So I want to be at least prepared by the time and, you know, you know, you know, so it's okay. But that being said, it's been real, it's been fun. Super grateful for each and every one of you. Yes, you listening right now at this very moment. If you've made it thus far, you're a real one. And I'm super forever grateful for you. And I cannot thank you enough for the support if you do show support if you if you do show support thank you truly um so that being said if you want this party to continue head on out to my instagram it's great time or to the twitter it's great time love it and you're gonna love it too so i'm gonna see you tomorrow guys if you're not we're gonna see each other now um but i'm gonna sign off and get on with my day i love you all Hugs and kisses all around. And um, I'll see you on the next one. Bye.